Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1580, the topic is mindset, and the title is Living on a Credit Card. Hmm. No, I'm not going to do a financial lesson, <laughs> so we're not adding like a brand new uh, topic to the podcast and discussing money, but I do want to talk about the concept of living life like there's no interest, but when there really is. So what I mean by that is often we spend now with the thought that we'll be able to repay later, but we don't pay attention to what's happening between those two moments, between the spending and the repaying. What's happening in that middle? What's happening in the meantime? So typically how most people spend their life is they spend their health when they're young, to gain wealth. And then you spend your wealth when you're older to regain health. <laughs> so I have listened to a lot of uh, audiobooks. I've read a lot of articles. And something that interests me is when someone, you know, journalist or whoever interviews people that are older. And I've listened to some books where the person's actually on their deathbed. Other people are just simply just older. And there's a lot of like, what are the life lessons? Like what are, what are people when they're facing death? say that they wish they would have done different when they were alive. Now, I want to know that because I want to make sure I can, you know, address those things. Maybe I can just live my life better so that way when I get older, I don't look back and have as many things to wish that I had done different. I want to try to maximize the quality of what I'm doing now while I can. And in every single book, interview, everything, everyone has always said that they wish they would have focused more on preventative health care. And that can be physical health, emotional health, mental health, but for preventative health care, rather than worrying about money. They wanted to make money and they know money is important, but could they have spent an extra hour here or there during the week talking to a loved one or taking some self-care time? Maybe they could have worked out. You know, maybe they, maybe they could have taken better care to pay attention to what they were eating. There were, there were so many examples in all the books and articles and everything, but they all have that same theme, is that they wish they would have taken better care of themselves than worrying about every dollar that they possibly could have made. So something that I do towards that, and I'm very blessed, my wife Meredith thinks very similarly, is we save money. We have money in our savings account. We put money into uh, future investments and and different things. And then when it comes to our self-care, we don't worry too much about what we spend on that. We obviously try not to overspend it. We budget it so that way we know it's, you know, within our budget. We're not going to overspend. But we don't hold back. You know, if there's something that we can do that will improve the health for our future self, we'll do that. Now, we haven't always been in the position to be able to do that. Uh, we both have had times in our life where we didn't have really any money, <laughs> and we had to just do what we could to get by. But as we've worked and progressed and made more money, we we don't hoard the money. We want to actually use some of it to take care of ourselves. So as we work hard to make money, we also spend some of it to take care of ourselves as we're working hard. You know, so that way we don't get to that place when we're older and say, you know, all my all my health is gone. I now need to spend all of my wealth to get it back. We're working hard to try to find that that balance. And this is what I see often when I talk to clients is not all the time because I work with a lot of athletes and, and people who are kind of preemptively uh, 
working with me to improve performance, improve health and stuff. But I have a good portion of clients that are on like kind of the back end of a bad deal <laughs> uh, with their health. They, they spent their health trying to get ahead in something else or they waited to address their health while they were focusing on other things or felt like they couldn't focus on their health, like they were just overwhelmed with everything. But now they're in a position where their health has become an extreme priority. Now, maybe that's because of physical issues. You know, they got bad blood work. They have a bunch of other like health problems, physical health problems. Or they're in a really unhealthy mental state. You know, I work with people with eating disorders. I work with people with a lot of other kind of like PTSD and other emotional issues. And they can sometimes get to that position. And now it's like, okay, I can see the significance. I can see the importance of, of my physical health and my mental health. And I really wish I would have taken care of that. And now the, the trouble is, is not only do they have to do what will help them, they have to undo what they haven't done. There are times in which they let something be unaddressed and the interest added up. Or they actually spent their health thinking they were going to fix it later or address it later, but the interest added up. So one thing I was talking with uh, a client recently was um, their stomach is distended. So they have lost a good bit of body fat. They don't really have a lot of body fat left, but their, their stomach sticks out. And they have a job where they drive a lot. And they just kind of never paid attention to it. They didn't, never really did any physical exercise. So their stomach wall is just kind of weak and it's distended. So this would be kind of like the, a distended stomach you would see like in a, in a pregnant woman. And they were saying, you know, how can I fix this? And I was like, well, yeah, it can be fixed. It can definitely be, it can definitely be significantly better than what it is now. You know, if you start addressing it, can you make an improvement? Sure. Absolutely. 100%. So we started talking about breathing drills, abdominal drills they can do throughout the day. And they were wondering, you know, how long is it going to take? And I was like, well, how long has it been? <laughs> you know, and that was something we had to discuss was, you know, was this a momentary thing? Like we're a pregnancy where, you know, over the span of a couple months, the stomach's distended. So then within a couple months, you can get it back under control. This person, it's been distended for 20 plus years. And it's like, okay, what's going to take some time? You know, how, how much time? I don't really know. You know, can you see a significant difference every three months? Yes. Might it take four, five, six, like rounds of three months? Yes. It might take a year. It might take two years. You know, you might, maybe, unfortunately, we can never get it back to the way it would have been without any distension, but can you make a significant improvement? Hell yes. Hell yes. But will it take time? Yes. So the longer it's been distended, the more that interest has added up and the more it'll take to regain control. We see this with bad joint health. You know, if somebody's had bad, like bad knees, bad back, bad something, you know, and they've just waited and put it off forever. They've worked around it, you know. So is it somebody who used to squat, but now their knees hurt when they squat, so now they only bench and deadlift and their knees never feel any better. Then they're having trouble moving around the house, getting up and out of the chair, up and out of a vehicle, and they're like, crap, I have to finally address these damn knees. Well, it's been so long, there's been quite a bit of accumulated issues, you know, inflammation in the joints, there's muscle loss around the joints, there's compensational issues, you know, because the knees didn't work, they had to overwork their, their hips, and maybe they have like a bad lower back, you know, so there's a lot of issues. The longer it's been unaddressed, the more the interest has added up. The longer it's been unaddressed, the longer it'll take to correct 
before you can even move forward to progress. You have to fix what's added up. You have to pay off the interest before you can actually start saving money and making money, right? You have to you have to pay off the interest health-wise before you can actually make progress health-wise. So you have to pay off what's owed before you can get above that. So everything you spend gains interest. That's really important to remember. If you're living on credit, there will be an interest. There will be a growing deficit. Maybe, hopefully, you can start to pay it off early enough that you can pay off the deficit and then actually get ahead. But unfortunately, the longer you wait, the further behind you get. You either can never get ahead or you see the distance you have to travel and you don't even bother trying. I see that happen with people and oh, it's sad. You know, the people that still go for it, love it because then I write them everything they need and we freaking crush it and we go after it. Love it, love it, love it. But there are how many people that never reach out because they see the deficit and they don't believe that they can make it up. So they don't even bother trying. Makes me sad, you know. And all of us to some degree, you know, myself included, we're trying to balance a lot in life. You know, sometimes in life there are seasons where we have to put certain things on the back burner and certain things have to be kind of more prioritized. And then we get to another season, we have to change our priorities. That happens, you know. The key is to make sure that you get back to whatever goes on the back burner as quick as you can. You know, make sure you're always kind of revolving (laughs) what's in the back and what's in the front, right? So if you leave something in the back for too long, that's when that interest starts to grow. If you leave your health in the back, if you leave it a low priority and no priority, the interest will grow. So what can we do? What are some what are some things that we can do to minimize the interest? One thing I've talked about before, and this is kind of the theme, is to learn the minimums. What's the least I have to do to just stay where I am? That's important to know because that's super helpful to reduce stress, to reduce like wasted effort. But if I can at least do what I need to do to maintain, then I won't gain the interest. You know, if I can pay off my credit card every month, then at least I'm not gaining interest. I'm not putting anything in my savings maybe, you know, but at least I'm not gaining interest. So what can we do to pay off the credit card every month? What can I do to maintain the minimum? Well, we do have podcast 1,232. I talk about it all the time. You can find it on our, our website, www.brutalirongym.com. But podcast 1,232 is a nutrition podcast titled Start Here. It literally tells you the steps that are the most important from first to last. And other than getting your blood work checked, you know, to make sure where your health is, the first thing is just controlling calories. Make sure you don't have huge swings in calories from day to day. Try to normalize your calories. The next thing would be to make sure you at least have a minimum amount of protein. So that way you're not overeating carbs and fats. You're not going to run into diabetic issues, inflammation issues. You're not going to have poor body composition. Just feel bad about yourself because you don't like the way you look in the mirror. You're not going to have, you know, if you don't have enough protein, you don't have enough repairs throughout the day. So you get annoyed at joints. You just kind of feel sluggish. You feel tired. You don't feel like moving. You know, simply eating the right amount of protein can help so many issues. And then from there, maybe if you have the capacity, you can focus on distribution. You know, don't save all your calories until the end of the day. You know, try to spread them out throughout the day. Next thing might be to consume low sugar amounts. Try to reduce your sugar. That can help a lot as well. 
but knowing the minimums, like, okay, if the best I can do today is to at least control my calories, make sure I eat enough if I tend to undereat, make sure I don't eat too much if I tend to overeat, but just can I normalize my calories? That'll help a lot. That's the minimum. If you have that, at least you're not going to go too far back, right? You're not going to gain too much interest. It's like taking your interest from 26% down to two. <laughs> you know, a 2% interest rate on a credit card would be freaking badass, right? So as long as you get your calories, man, that interest is lowered significantly. You add in protein, you add in distribution, and you keep your sugar slow. For most people, that actually moves them forward because <laughs> they weren't even doing those things, you know? So knowing the minimums, helps so much because then whatever effort you can give, you know is going to go 100% to the best thing and it minimizes the amount of effort that you actually need so that way you can focus on bigger priorities at seasons of life that that's necessary. What about exercise? Anything is better than nothing. Literally move. Doesn't matter. You need jumping jacks, you can do handstand walks, you can you know, get up and down out of your lazy boy recliner 17 times, whatever it is, (laughs) just move. If you can do 10 minutes a day, that is actually amazing. It adds up. It's super significant. So often people say they don't have time to work out, so they just skip the workout. Well, how many workouts have you skipped? Right? You skip at least one, maybe 10, maybe all of them. (laughs) Maybe you've skipped all of the workouts that you should have done because you said you didn't have time for it. Well, we have 10 minutes a day. You have 10 minutes a day if you decide to take it and do it. 10 minutes a day. Within three days, you would have a solid of amount of 30 minutes added up that you've moved. 30 minutes is a great workout in the gym. A great workout, 30 minutes. That's a good workout. If you can do that, say, six days in a week, take you know one day off, it's like getting to the gym twice that week for a great 30-minute workout. It adds up. Too often people worry about kind of the quality of the workouts when really what you should be focusing on is the quantity. Now, I'm not saying go to the gym and work out for two hours. So what I'm talking about is when you're struggling to get to the gym at all, you know, and and your current exercise time is like zero, (laughs) then don't qualify what you're doing. Quantify it. Add it up. You know, I don't have time to go to the gym. Then just go for a five-minute walk or a 10-minute walk or, you know, do five minutes of exercises in a chair. You can YouTube search, like, chair fitness. And I kid you not, there's more videos than you'll ever know how to do with uh, about people just doing workouts in chairs. You just sit in a chair, move around for five, ten minutes, there's your workout. You just have to want to do it enough to take the time to do it. So don't qualify what you're doing. Well, this isn't a good workout or this isn't enough. Don't qualify it. Quantify it. Add it up. Five minutes here, 10 minutes there, five minutes here, 10 minutes there. Add it up. It does make a difference. Three or four 10-minute workouts a week is a hell of a lot better than zero. Duh. We know that. (laughs) We just have to remind ourselves of that and we have to kind of accept that that might be the place we are. You know, maybe I don't have time to get to the gym, so rather than me being frustrated and saying, screw it, it's a horrible day, I'm not going to do anything. That's dumb. Do five or ten minutes of something. So podcast 1,548 is a Q&A podcast, and it's titled It Adds Up. So you can learn more about how to just add up little bits here and there and different workout structures. I actually talk about different structures in that, in that podcast. So what we have to remember is if we're living on a credit card, if I'm spending now with the thought of repaying later, remember that there is interest. 
there is interest in the in the middle. Okay? If you're spending now and you're going to repay later, there's something happening in the meantime. Interest is adding up. Try to mitigate the interest. Try to reduce it. Listen to podcast 1,232. Listen to podcast 1,548. Try to mitigate the addition of the interest. So that way when you have the time to actually address it, you're not so far behind. And hell, you might actually be able to move forward. (laughs) Because a lot of people aren't even doing the minimums. So if you can hit the minimum, sometimes that's actually enough to make you move forward. So I hope that you remember this. Is There is interest. There's something happening in the meantime. Don't let that add up so damn much that you can't outpay it or that you look at it and you're like, why even bother? Okay? Okay, well, if you have any questions, any feedback, any suggestions, anything, always reach out or email us brutalironjim at gmail.com. If you like our podcast, please share it. The more people we share it with, the more people can help. When you share it, let people know that we answer questions for free. Encourage them to ask any questions they want, and I'll make them a free podcast. And then thank you to those who donate to support the podcast so we can actually do that. (laughs) So that way we can actually answer people's questions for free and have this every single day. If you want to donate, you can do so on our website at www.brutalironjim.com. Uh, even just five bucks a month, it helps a lot. It really does. And I thank each and every one who does that. It makes a huge difference. Also, if you like the information in our podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. On Instagram, I post every day. And on YouTube, you can find us and follow us under the name Brutal Iron Gym. As always, I hope this was helpful. And thank you for listening.